1: Nandiari here, Aaron Larsoul across from me. We're recording this after a 132-95 Warriors win over the San Antonio Spurs. Much needed positive juju after what was kind of a disappointing loss in Sacramento that took the Warriors to 0-7 on the road. Um, we're going to consider this kind of like a recap of both games type of thing, but Aaron? Yes. I think we got to start with the most important question of the show, which is Jimmy Garoppolo courtside <laughs> with with Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle,
2: and Cal Ischeck. Yeah, the entire the entire white uh, uh skill position contingent of the 49ers, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Oh, I, I do um I do appreciate when you get across Bay Area sports. Um, love when the in the courtside, uh Friday night you had Debo and Ayuk uh at the game against Cleveland, the one where Steph hit. Um everything. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I was trying to single it on a single bucket, and you were correct. It was everything it just you know, one of those, one of those type of nights. But yeah, Warriors six and eight right now. We mm-hmm. there's a lot of things to talk about, but I feel like the overarching first theme from
2: the Spurs game is Jordan Pool. Um, yes, and um, this is was his first, and especially in the first half, this was his breakout. And um, the bench, including the pool party lineup, but it, it basically anytime Steph is not out there, the bench has been everybody else has been a disaster tonight was his best game of the season and it felt for quite a bit like Steph w- I mean Steph felt passive but it was okay and this was the first game that Steph did not lead the team in scoring and uh this was the first game that kind of felt like oh wait there's there's that guy there there's Jordan Poole the guy that we have seen before the guy that the, the Warriors committed you know 10,000 million $50, $11 million to, um, there he was.
1: You're listening to the Pacific catch post game show, the light years, Pacific catch post game show, sustainable West coast eating Wednesday. We have an announcement about their new food lineup. Okay. You guys are going to be very excited about this. I am personally excited about it because I've sampled it. Uh, but I am. Me and, me and at- you are going, I'm coming we- in town Saturday. Me and, and me and you are going. Absolutely. Locations in every county in the Bay area. Um, easily my favorite takeout spot. I my go to for warrior games, but I'm not at Liberty to talk about said menu until Wednesday until our mm. son's post game show. So this is mm. what we like to call a little, little teaser mm-hmm. till we get there, but let's, let's get to what you're talking about. So Jordan pool's best game of the season. Also starting clay Thompson sitting on the back to back Jordan pool, 13 for 20, 36 points, 29 minutes. He could have gone for 50, like, uh, 36 and three quarters. Very impressive. It wasn't just the buckets. Like we know he can get hot. We know he can get as hot as anyone not named Steph Curry. Or he can, he can, can, interestingly enough, he can score with the best of them. Yeah. Um, it was how in flow they played that was encouraging. Like it felt like Warriors basketball. This early season has not felt like Warriors basketball. It's felt like the Kelly Oubre
2: era, uh, which, you know, <laughs> no one's, no, no one asked for a return to that. Um, I mean, you it, were a Wanamaker fan, so. I. One of these I days held, I'm going to release the text, but you were a I, Wanamaker fan. I held fan.
1: this, you know what? Like I I was. um. I was like a a person who who bought a little too much in FTX. You know, I, I over leveraged <laughs> there. I over leveraged there. Uh, I got burnt. Was not was not my best take. That's that's just a factual <laughs> statement. I thought I think, you not want to make would be able
2: to hit a shot. I'm just sorry. Well, I, I thought well, he would be well. able to hit a shot at some point. Uh, uh, as it relates to pool, I think that from what I've seen this year, it was his most decisive game. And yeah, he has he has all that stuff. He has like you know the full the handle package. He has all of that, mm-hmm. but he is best when he is decisive, meaning straight line drives, using that handle to get to the rim. He's a good finisher at the rim or catch catch and shoot stuff. He's a good passer. Um, he's had some issues with that with turnovers earlier in the year, but it, it felt like his most decisive game today, and I think that was largely why he was so successful and do you think it's a coincidence that and look i'm not like lebron has done this sort of thing kobe used to kind of do this sort of thing and so i I, i'm not i'm not suggesting it i'm actually curious i don't know the answer to this after steph came out and was the most boisterous about how poorly the bench has been playing those some guys in the past have said, okay, like you're going to, I'm going to take a step back and you guys got it. Uh, do you think it's coincidental that that happened today? And, and Jordan looked like Jordan again today. I think so. Here's what I think.
1: Jordan pool started today and he only starts when clay sits at least right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jordan has looked his best with the warriors when he's played around high IQ players, uh, let's just call it what it is. The Warriors motion offense is based off the idea that front court players predominantly can make decisions to find guards relocating. Yes. If you're Steph Curry, it doesn't matter because you can hit garbage at like a freakishly efficient rate for most people. Um, if you're going to play that way, if Jordan Poole is not, if you're not going to give him the ball quick, he's going to get stuck into taking kind of a difficult 18 dribble shot, right? And he Mm -hmm. was doing a lot of that in the early part of the season. Play him around. Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Looney, Wiggins. He gets in a rhythm. And then, like every good player, once you start feeling it, the hoop gets huge and you're not stopping him. I do think he looked a lot better playing next to the starters. It also speaks to how weak the bench was in the early part of the season because last year's bench, um, had a lot of veterans on it. Otto Porter, veteran, GP2, veteran, um, Damian Lee for and Juan Toscano Anderson for you know all the criticism they got. Those are 29 year old players who just fundamentally got what the Warriors wanted to do. Bielisa, those guys are all veterans. So I think for the first part of the season, Jordan Poole was in a lineup that was incapable of playing that way, but it's the Warriors and Steve Curse is going to. Bludgeon them to try to play that way uh he got stuck in this no man's land of not knowing whether to create or what to do and then and that's the type of thing that's Jordan Poole into dribble in circles mode which is where he's not his best right so i think it all ties together but it just reminds you if you get Jordan Poole functioning in the right lineup like he is a dangerous dangerous player
2: yes and especially when he can play off of the space he gets from Steph mm-hmm. or theoretically in a pool party lineup with Clay also even when Clay is not shooting the ball well he is still like five alarm fire every time he touches the ball and you know what was what was interesting to me and, and I'm trying to put a fine point on this but early in the game even when the warriors were were you know winning the minutes the Warriors are at a an athletic disadvantage at just like against everyone, it seems like. And so the way to over... And that just makes the game so difficult. Um, you got to execute at a higher level. You have to execute, giving, yeah. you have to be smart, and you have to be skilled. And the Warriors have the execution and the smarts and the skills to overcome that. But then when the bench comes... I mean, the only guys that are not at an athletic disadvantage against most of the league are Kaminga and Wiseman. But they are not clearly not ready yet. I, I think Kaminga should be playing more, but they're not ready yet. So Best game of what the it, season, we'll get to them a little later. What it takes to overcome the athletic disadvantages is the smarts and the skill and the execution. And the Warriors bench just doesn't have that. So when they're trying to run the same stuff, the same precise stuff, and they're an athletic disadvantage, because they are, and they don't have the skill and the IQ for it, I think this is why the Warriors are getting in trouble with the bench because the starters have the IQ and skill and reps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to overcome their physical disadvantages and the yeah. bench when they're still trying to play Steph ball, they don't have that, which is why there was an interesting, I don't, I think it was in the athletic today. Um, and I think I've seen you tweeting about it. Ah, uh, friend of the show, Mark. Yeah. So um, back, you know, back in the day, when you, the, the bench would try to slow the game down and take possessions right. out of it. Um uh, Right. When you're, when you're the Draymond worst team talking about this. Yeah. When you're the worst team in college football, right. If you slow the game down and make fewer possessions, it's fewer chances for the, the better athletes. And we see this more you. in college basketball than any other absolutely. sport. It's like, absolutely. You're, you're not, right.
1: you're not trying to run with Kentucky. You're trying to make it a single possession.
2: You're trying to slow it down the whole But be- I think because of pool mostly in his, his like discount Steph act, Mm -hmm. when the bench often keeps trying to do the same thing and playing fast and shooting a bunch of threes and they're not capable of doing that. So the possession game gets too big. And instead of losing those minutes 12 to 12 to eight, (laughs) they lose them. They lose them 26 to four. And then, you know, the stars have to come back in and and bail them out,
1: which is an interesting point. And uh, it does speak to kind of the warriors, you know, it's like, Steph's explosive. Let's just keep it close when he's off the floor and trust. Trust 30 is going to be fine if we don't like put him in a 10 point hole, which is what they've been doing most of this year. So um, I thought that was an interesting point that Draymond brought up and and you brought up right there. Let's let's get back to the, the Jordan Poole thing. This is gonna be an obvious question that people are gonna ask. Clay Thompson's playing awful. Um mm-hmm. we can talk through all the reasons. I think I think he I think he opened the season out of shape. I think well,
2: he the didn't, whole... he didn't he didn't play he didn't play over yeah. the summer or in so,
1: preseason, yeah. He wasn't in game shape. Um and I don't think he's made full amends with his body in terms of who he is now. Physically. He said on the
2: broadcast he's 100%. I think. He's yeah, lying, but, but you, know, but what that's what he said. you yeah. know what I mean. You know what I mean. He's lying, he's, but that's what he said.
1: He's. I'm not sure he's comfortable with who he is as an athlete relative to who he was prior. Jordan Poole looked pretty fucking good next to Stars mm-hmm. today.
2: Mm-hmm. Do they need to consider lineup changes? They won't. So like, it's almost not worth discussing because they won't. They just won't. Um, Are you sure they will? Should they? Should they? I don't know, but they There is no chance. There is a zero point zero percent chance that Steve Kerr is sending Clay Thompson to the bench. It's just not happening. And let's be fair. Clay Thompson played more minutes in the playoffs than anybody else on the Warriors last year, and they won the title. But Clay's not right. Clay isn't right, and I think it is mostly like the the defense. That guy that was among the best defenders on planet earth. I think that guy's gone. I think he can still be fine. I think he can still be fine. I think he can still be good. I think he was because he's smart. Out of the playoffs. Yeah, he's smart and he's still big and strong. Like I think he can be fine elite. No, I don't think he can do that anymore. I think the biggest issue is clay. Clay is still going to be one of the best handful of shooters on planet earth. He just is. I think the problem though, is because clay is searching for that previous clay that gets him into some bad habits offensively putting the ball on the ground too much fading hunting shots so i think he's developed some bad habits offensively because he's not that guy anymore physically if clay is willing to be a shooter and just a shooter as opposed to a guy that is like, going it, to like do the it. normal shooter for most teams yeah yes then Instead i think he can start. still be then i think he can still be elite but I think it's almost a moot point because he's not gonna get benched. And to his credit, because of the history he has, he is still a five alarm fire for every single defense. Every time he touches the ball. So yeah, no one wants not, even if he's no no not making the shots, team, no one wants to be the team that he finds his old self against. And he will, right? He will. He's going yeah. to find that sometimes. Is it's not gonna be as often, like the but I think I think a lot of the problem, and we saw this early in his comeback. Is he is searching a lot for Game Six Clay, right. which gets him into doing things that he didn't do previously because he's hunting shots too much. Do you think?
1: Well, take out take out that. Do you think it would even benefit the team to swap him? Because part of me feels like the more Clay is not superstar Clay the Mm -hmm. more it's better for him to play with good players as opposed Mm -hmm. to being in a bad lineup where he's hunting even worse shots. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. So that's the thing. I think that somebody who is going to lift up this clay, I think somebody that is going to lift up an offense mostly by themselves, Jordan pool has a much better chance at it than clay does. So Mm -hmm. uh, just because of what he can do off the balance, um still and he's gonna have the ball in his hands more so no i don't think it it's also and again it's it's just it simply isn't going to happen like there isn't a world in which steve kerr benches
1: clay it's just not gonna happen not time, it's not it's not
2: happening soon all right um friend of the show I look, like this could happen for two more years and then maybe he would think about it but like this is it's just not happening Yeah, maybe. Um, Friend of the show, Shana Rubin, tweets what Steve Kerr said in the
1: post-game press conference on potentially starting Jordan Poole more given his performance tonight. Kerr says, it's not something I'm thinking about right now. Um, Our starting five with Clay has been really good this year. The bigger thing is finding the right combinations off the bench. There you go. Steve essentially echoing what Aaron's saying.
2: also, like we all knew he was going to say that.
1: You know, like, let's be real. Well, you let's know, what? I, real.
2: Think they, I think the, the bigger issue as it relates to this is, I think the Warriors need to find because the pool party lineup hasn't been any good either, right. playing both of them, and I think that is because there isn't a in the past whether it was uh, Otto Porter, whether it was Kevin Durant whether it was Andre Iguodala, whether it was Sean Livingston, whether it was Harrison Barnes, that the Warriors had a forward, a big forward that you could play with Draymond at center that worked. Mm-hmm. And that guy just doesn't exist. Well, I was talking on this this Dotto, Dotto Porter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it just doesn't exist on, well, I mean, because Jamichael has been bad. Mm-hmm. So it just doesn't exist on this roster at this time. So, I don't think there is something like that fastball that the Warriors have always had with Draymond at center. I Like you, the only option at this point feels like the pool party lineup, which has been bad so far this year. Right. if, if Wiggins has to be that guy. It seems like. So let's, let's talk a little bit about tonight. So things that did work for the Warriors, um,
1: the second unit played well against the, the Spurs. It and also cost of the game with the night before against the Kings and mm-hmm. One night's good second unit is not what has been the case going forward for most of the year for this team. So they're searching. Uh to me, positives I saw for the second unit was it's the first time they reinserted Jamichael Green. It wasn't perfect, but they played him at the five. I, I think for purposes
2: of the wars, he's just a five. He's not a four, you know. So that's one. Yeah, he yeah, because he's not he's not good playing next to Draymond, so he has to be, yes. He's
1: also not like skilled enough to play the the 4 for the Warriors. The the 4 for the Agreed. Warriors is a wing. It's it's you got to be a Agreed. you got to be a yeah. playmaker. Um so Anthony Lamb played the 4 next to him. Anthony Lamb's been I don't want to call him a revelation, but like he's maybe the eighth man in the rotation
2: and Which has it its own speaks concerns, but yes.
1: No, it goes both ways. It both speaks to how he fundamentally gets what the Warriors want to do and how everyone they brought for the bench fundamentally doesn't.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: they have to find a two-way guy who does. So it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like, you are correct. If you're two-way signing who you did not even invite to camp and you figured two weeks into camp has superseded everyone, there's a roster construction question. Uh, but at the same time, We can also speak about him as who he is as a player and kind of how it's positive. What are you seeing from him that you think, um, I mean, clearly
2: he's like very trusted by Steve. Why do you think that is? Because he's a Warriors guy. Because he's a little older and he knows where to be. I mean, look, he's also made, well, I don't know, what did he make, four or five threes tonight and made four or five threes in, uh, I think it was New Orleans. He made four or five threes. So he's a he's a pretty good shooter, but Steve likes the like steady hand. I mean, this is also why Ty Jerome is on the team, right? And uh, Steve likes that that archetype of player. He feels most comfortable. And he can shoot. He can shoot. No, he can shoot. Uh, Yeah, again, what was he four or five or five of six tonight? I mean, he's hitting,
1: he's, and it's not just this game. He's been hitting Yeah, New open, Orleans. He
2: made four or five threes in New Orleans. Open too, yeah.
1: shots on a, um, you know, he's open. It's a good look. Whether it goes in or out, it's a good look.
2: But he, he, so the Warriors system and, and, and Jordan Poole talked about this with, with, uh, Tolbert and, uh, Mullen, the, the run TMC guys, which was interesting. Shout out, um, Flamingo. That... <laughs> sam what's your favorite animal by the way um probably
1: uh, clearly you can tell i'm not a big animal guy now. yeah okay because i can't just because i answer it on oh uh, but so impulse, they, they... But i'm going go with a bulldog because they're just okay they're just, all right, okay.
2: All right. So they so they they talked about it on uh the broadcast about how he just like knows how to play and knows what to do, and that makes him feel very warriors-y. Um like I kind of don't get it, but really I no, I mean I don't I don't I don't know it's I do get it because he's he is like he he's he's fine, he knows what to do, but he's not good enough to really like make an impact. So I don't get why. Well, here's what I think they. I think the two way guys, the two way slots, were just given to Steve Kerr and said, "Do what you want to do." But I don't get playing them over the guys you're trying to develop. I don't like. I do. I don't I get do. why Lam is playing over coming. Let me
1: let me answer that real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off here. I'm yeah, go for that, it. and then do we yourself. got a super chat question. Um I don't give a fuck about the development projects. The priority. <laughs> the priority is. Steph Curry, mm-hmm. none of these guys will be as good as him.
2: It's not even that's not even up for debate. nobody the Warriors will ever have on their franchise in the history of the Warriors I'm, franchise will be I'm, as good as Steph Curry. There's like four
1: players in NBA history I feel comfortable saying are better than Steph Curry. Um, this I'm is playing, it, Warriors fans. I'm, this I'm is playing it. the odds, he's a god. Go for it. And uh, you know what, Anthony Lamb. He has his limitations. He's definitely a system player. Yes. But in the warrior system, he's useful. And I'm, I'm tired of um, development projects over the prioritization of the system, which has brought four titles and works best around staff. So I get it. Even though, even though I do get your, like, I think he's. My honest opinion is Steve is using this as a uh message to upper management to be like, um, this guy's better than the guys you gave me, and this guy might not be an NBA player. We're not like like maybe, maybe, you know. <laughs> I'm mean, like,
2: he hasn't been anywhere else.
1: Yeah, but you, you get what I'm getting at there. No, no, um, fine, fine. I don't disagree with you. So then trade th- him. Then trade him. Maybe, maybe. But I do think um I do think it's important that when we're talking about two timelines that we remember, there's really only one timeline that matters. Like it's cute. It's fun. Mm -hmm. We all want the scenario that, uh, you know, they find a guy and we don't have to deal with the, the, the rebuild it's life. Right. I I think it's more important. You just ride with what you have with Steph Curry, Uh, Tim, you want to bring up the first super chat first, then we get to the second one. Um, from the base mugs, Jakob Pertl. it took me a long time to figure out how to pronounce his name for whatever reason.
2: Look good tonight. He looks good all the time. Cause he's just like, he's a good NBA player and what he does well is very noticeable because it's so frustrating to the opposition. He's an incredible offensive rebounder and that good passer he can just play like he can just play, but him on the offensive glass is so frustrating to fans of the other team that it sticks out. He's just, he's just plainly a good player. He's, he is good at basketball.
1: Would you trade Wiseman and Mm. a future asset for him? Because I think the pie in the sky scenario, because their, their contracts match. That's why it's mm-hmm. always going to be that conversation, mm-hmm. They both make about nine and a half million. Um, and that's part of the reason Wiseman's always going to be the trade conversation piece, not only because he's not playing well, but also because he has a contract that is substantial. Those mid-tier contracts are the ones that you can find. Because As far as I'm concerned, as frustrating as the Warriors are right now, they're like a bench veteran tweak away from being the warriors you know like mm-hmm. um and that's in some ways that makes it more frustrating but that's a different conversation <laughs> um i don't think they could acquire Pirtle for just wiseman based off of how wiseman's playing right now and like the general outside of the warriors uh general perception of him is bust you know m- flyer project right like other, t- if you're another team, what what do you think of Wiseman? You're like, I'll take a flyer on him, but I'm not like paying you for it,
2: right? So, actually, uh, I mean, the Spurs are 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 kind of a unique case because what are like, what are they trying to do this year, next year, or the year after, anyway? Um, sure, but if you're the Spurs, don't you ask for more? Of course, you do. Of course you do, because Jakob Pertle is better at basketball than James like he's a, he's objectively point. a starter yeah. on most teams in the league. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's I think it's I think it's a question though for the Warriors because whose minutes is Purtle's not taking Wiseman's minutes, right? He would be taking uh, he would be taking Looney's minutes, and so the the improvement in that or case is, is probably he taking- incremental.
1: Or is he taking Lamb and Jamichael Green's minutes if you think of it sure. from, from the sure. perspective? Are those guys of playing in the playoffs though? Looney. Yeah, but Looney's only playing 24 minutes a game.
2: Are those guys playing in the playoffs though?
1: Looney Looney's and you're not, not
2: playing you're not playing Pertle and Looney and Draymond at center you, in the playoffs. Of course you are. No, in the play not in the playoffs. You're playing all three of them in the playoffs at center? Yes. I, I do hear so no, what you're No,
1: I would. No, I would. He doesn't solve. Answer. You're you're not solving the the stretch for. But like, I do think you're improving the roster. Absolutely, he is better at basketball than James Wiseman, and it's not close. Does adding a veteran like that, even though he's not the perfect fit, he's just a, you know, like the idea of Pirtle and Looney playing 48 minutes, like it's an attractive center combination for the Warriors, right? like they both they both fit what you need uh it's productive you know defensive anchor passing hub minutes like they make sense um
2: in the regular season
1: and then it might make the game easier for a Moses Moody for a Jonathan Kuminga all of a sudden you're at 55 wins instead of 45 wins um made a made a uh liberal jump right there in my mind well <laughs> uh, like, you get know what i'm saying like I'm senate seats okay the idea of adding a veteran who is yes. reliable and fits the system can do a lot to
2: uh, make everyone a little better on oh no team. i agree with, i agree with that completely i just don't know that i because of how little the warriors want to play a traditional center when games matter You don't love the idea of putting that many resources into essentially a guy who they're going to, like, it's him or Looney, right? Correct. And when things really matter, and when the Warriors are really trying to win games, we've seen for seven years, it's going to be Draymond at center. So I don't know that I want to put that kind of resources into... Like this is that's what Kevon Looney is for. Kevon Looney gets to absorb all of those minutes that you don't want Draymond to have to absorb at center in the playoffs, and he's yeah. become damn good at it. And I was wrong, and he's been much better. But to get another like traditional plotting center, hmm, so like, you say it, it well, helps in the regular season, I guess, but in the playoff, you'd rather uh, you'd rather wait it out and see if you can get another
1: player who amplifies your playoff rotation, than, um just go for like. Move the Warriors need another guy that can play alongside their best players. We got another super chat from awesome. I like this question. It's uh it's despondent. Uh it's it's perfect. (laughs) All right. You like it because it's despondent. Is
2: this a lost season? Is a trade coming? Uh we don't know the answer to that until June. The Warriors don't be don't be the Warriors are gonna make the playoffs, period. The Warriors are going to make the playoffs. So you don't think it's a lost season? No, the Warriors are going to make the playoffs. This has not been good so far, but the Warriors are going to make the playoffs. And then let's see. The two timeline thing, right? It's such an interesting argument because is it working this year? No. Did it work last year? I mean, you could say no, but the Warriors won a goddamn title last year. So yeah, it kind of worked last year. So I I, like... Um. (laughs) The process isn't great. I agree with that, but the results are what they are. The Warriors, the Warriors are the defending champions while going through the, the, the two timeline thing. So I don't know. It is not a lost season. The Warriors are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. You can have whatever expectation. Once the Warriors make the playoffs, what's good enough and what's not good enough. I think that's a fair conversation to have. How, how more difficult is it in the playoffs or are there injuries and whatever because of whatever, like going through the mud is happening right now by choice. Mostly sure. that's a fair conversation, but the Warriors are going to make the playoffs. I it's too early to say it's a lost season.
1: Um, do I think they need to make a trade? I think so, but I'm willing to also wait that one out just before definitive but um, but I understand the question. I think the start's been disgusting.
2: Um, I mean, they're 0-7 on the road. That's pretty yeah.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns don't miss our special mother's day deals save big on the season's most beautiful trends for a limited time get up to 50% off by going to bluenile.com that's bluenile.com we
1: have a we have a topic to get to All right before we move there and we haven't discussed james or sorry we haven't discussed jonathan kumenka who uh, had his best game of the season for the Warriors tonight. Um, plus 24, 15 points, three rebounds, two assists, five, seven, three of four on three. What? I didn't I didn't start him in fantasy.
2: Of course you didn't.
1: I, I've been holding on. Him.
2: He's been sitting. I've, he's been I've, sitting. He's been sitting on my bench. He's been sitting on my bench. That's my lottery ticket for when he bro, becomes I picked a superstar.
1: Up, I just, just to be clear, I picked up Dante DiVincenzo tonight. So And I started. Well, you're really down bad. Um, I was just playing the lineup game. But anyway, that's a different conversation. Did you see anything that that you want to comment on about cuz he's he's been in my opinion he's the highest upside of the three young guys. He's the one that if you were to offer me a trade, I'm protecting the most. He's mm-hmm. the guy who I think uh has the highest upside and um he's had a rough go of it, but I thought
2: tonight you saw exactly how good he could be. So there's a lot here. I, I actually think Wiseman has the highest upside. I just think that he has oh, the yeah, lowest chance of reaching something. it. So like, right. I, I think if, I think Wiseman has an a plus upside. I just think he has like a 1% chance of reaching even B plus upside. So I think, I think most outcomes have Kaminga as a higher upside, better player. So I don't know what it was or what it is that had him sitting, it, whatever lesson that Steve was trying to teach him. Um, I don't I don't know. but I have liked the last couple games specifically. I have liked what I've seen because he is doing a better job of leveraging his athleticism to do warrior stuff, if that makes sense, right? Like he's been able to attack people off the fake DHO. So I've liked, hopefully, whatever the problem was, the message has gotten through to him. Um, he's not shooting a bunch of threes. He's shooting. He made one tonight. But, yeah, I mean, and here's the other thing. And this this relates to the, the Otto Porter Jr. question and the Jamichael question and the Draymond question is, what position is he? Because when he plays with Anthony Lamb, like, it looks like the Warriors are trying to do what they can do to make him a wing. And at least at this point in his life, he's not a wing. He's a four. He's just a four and he can play some small ball five, but it looks like the way he had his most a success at the three. I think it's worth noting.
1: Yes. And I think um, I agree with you. I think he's a four skill wise, but um, if you put the right, Four and five around him who can actually space the floor, he can play a wing position. Uh, um, but the Warriors don't have those guys, they got it tonight from Anthony Lamb. <laughs> I, I honestly, that's why Lamb plays. That's why Lamb plays. I think it's, I think you and I can argue about Lamb's upside. Um, and I think we're probably aligned in saying he's a really good story in terms of like a Geely guy who's finding a role. But like, like G- if, but if we get to like, if we get to like late May, um, it's not who you want out there, right? Like that—that's yeah. just the reality of it, right? Correct. Um, but I think you show proof of concept of the idea of if you give the Warriors a veteran player like Otto Porter who could play this role, then you might actually be able to develop Kuminga the way you want to. Okay. Right?
2: Yes, but Otto Porter was also the third pick in the draft, and. Lamb has been like floating sure, around. Sure, but everywhere. fourteen, but fourteen hip surgeries and back surgeries
1: <laughs> later, Otto Porter is a veteran, <laughs> minimum guy. So you you know what fair, I, you know what I'm saying fair, here. Fair man? enough. Fair like, enough. Like, like I'm not I'm not saying it's on. I'm not saying you're wrong. Like Otto's significantly more talented than his role, but his body makes him a certain fair, role. now Fair enough. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Yeah, you out here walking around like me. Fair enough. Fair enough, bro. I, I mean, it's it's both of us. We're you know. Um, let's get to another super chat. We got to do it. If they lose in the second round, no trade, why wouldn't Joe double down? I think that's a fee. I think that's a fear, right? The fear is this roster, which is unbalanced. It's like veteran. It's like seven veterans and seven children. it. And, um, if they lose, it gives them cover to be like, see, we got to rebuild. You know, um, whereas you I personally feel like they're two veteran tweaks away from being the best team in the league Uh, because they were the best team in the league with two veteran tweaks last year.
2: Right. So. So does um, it kind of I guess in, in the way you're describing it and I'm not sure I disagree with you, but doesn't that give Lake a cover e- either way? Because he gets to say <laughs> last year we won like it was a complete success. Look, I'm a genius. We'll do we can do we can do this and then this year you can say it sucks we we failed so we really need to invest in the future like so what is the what is the uh middle ground or or that you have to hold lake accountable and by the way i think he's right he won last year you and i both said you better trade some of those young guys for some guys that can help and we were sure. probably higher, right. Higher caliber players. We were probably right, but they won anyway. I mean, it wouldn't have hurt, but... They won they, anyway, they, so he Yeah, was right. they didn't
1: need to, that's for
2: so sure. So then I guess, I guess, hopefully, if he doesn't this year and runs it back and does it again and it doesn't work, then you'd hope that maybe would lead to some different thoughts. I,
1: I think it's too early to tell, but I don't feel confident about it and um we have an interesting post-game quote that ties into the weekend that we're going to pull up here oh friend from, of the show from whom from friend of the show marcus thompson steve kerr said james wiseman is being set to santa cruz tomorrow and we'll do an extended period to get some reps
2: yeah um so I know I know at least from what I've seen on Twitter I know a lot of Warriors fans have have wanted this. I kind of don't get it because I know where you're going with this but explain. The G League is not a play like because Warriors fans are like well look what happened with Jordan Poole, a guy who was also really talented and struggled early. But Jordan Poole had the ball the entire time and could do whatever he wanted and work through all of his whatever things. Right. The G League is not a place for big guys because all of those guys like Jordan Poole who get sent there are it's looking just for just a bunch their own. of worse
1: Jordan Pools.
2: They're looking they're looking for their own, which mm-hmm. I understand. They're trying to get their career back on track or somewhere. Big so Tyler, the G League is, big Tyler Dorsey energy. <laughs> that's that's exactly. That is precisely right. So I don't know like yeah, Wiseman we- needs reps. He does. He needs to play And he has been so bad. Should we we loan him to a second division Spanish side? There you go. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the other thing is that, and you, you have pointed this out maybe more than anybody I've seen that one of, if not his biggest deficiency is his aversion to contact. And look, there are pros and there are grown men, big guys in the G league, but those guys are not the physical specimens, the physical athletes that you're going to find in the NBA. So like, I don't, I mean he does but he does, I get it, because he does need to play and he does need reps. But people that he can just overwhelm physically without having to actually use contact, and in a in a league in a game that does not really feature big guys. Like it doesn't like I don't I don't I don't know what he really in some
1: ways I think it's a good thing because I don't my biggest issue with well my biggest issue with Wiseman is he hates contact. But my second biggest thing is he doesn't want to do big man things
2: in the warrior system. He wants to be fed the ball in the post because that's, because that's the only thing he's comfortable doing at this point. Sure. He
1: needs to learn how to be comfortable getting the ball off the glass. He needs to learn how to be comfortable setting a screen and crashing hard. Yeah, Those but when he's things... playing
2: against guys that are not, like, his physical equals. I mean, look, sure, no, I, even okay, in the NBA, I, I guys where, aren't get, his physical I equals. I but, get what you're saying. You're like, he, he's not going to learn that in the G League. No. Sure. But no, I but, but, think... but I also understand, like, what else are you going to do? Because he's not going to play for the big club. So what else are you going to do? I get the, the thinking. I just, I wouldn't have high expectations about it.
1: Yeah, I think actually, if anything, going down to the G League is probably about building up his mental confidence because as whatever you think of him, he's playing below his ability right now. I agree with that. Um, I think he's slow defensively. I think he's got a lot of work to do to be a that. positive player, but he's like, at least as a rookie, he played with a little more aggression than this. And mm-hmm. right now it's just uh kid lost, not sure – what he should do, not trying to step on other people's toes. He has all kind. Con- he has all time great tools, and he's he, he does, and he's lost right now. So if they can just get him mentally on track, maybe maybe that helps.
2: But yeah, you know what? It, it reminds me of, when I was in Portland. It, it reminds me so much of of Greg Oden. G- Greg was <laughs> Greg was better than him, but Greg had like, better success than him. Playoffs, Greg when, when Greg played, he was better, but what like the weight of for Greg being the number one pick and for and Wiseman being the number two pick the weight of that was so much for it seems it was for Greg and it seems for James like it was just so much and then they both got hurt and like the pressure of being hurt and not being able to contribute and watching in Greg's right. case, Kevin Durant and in, in James's case, LaMelo and Ant like have some success. Desmond Bain feels like it like really affected them, weighed on them both mentally. I know it did for Greg, it seems from the outside, like it does sure. for James. And that can be something that just breaks you. But they're both so physically talented. Greg was better when he played than James has been so far, sure. but the like overwhelming physical talent there's a limited number of people who have that type
1: of uh, athleticism plus touch at that and then they don't have that size
2: so no i get what you're you're saying yeah i just i I just so like i guess yeah go to the g league because it's not working it's something else to try i just would not have high expectations about it because it's, it's not the league for that we'll we'll leave it there The Warriors beat the San Antonio Spurs tonight, one and one in the back-to-back. Tim Hardaway is is excited because it was actually a 30-point win, so we can all go home happy now. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate you, brother. Anytime.